0: Hey, everybody, welcome to the No Easy Way Out podcast. My name is Tony Nash, and we are coming to you as always from the Armory in beautiful downtown Owasso, Michigan, home to my company, AZ Business Solutions, where we help grow your brand from A to Z. Now, on today's episode, we're going to do something a little bit different as we have received several email questions from you, our listeners, and we want to get to those today. And uh, so I've brought uh, on the episode today one of my employees, uh, one of our guys that handles social media. Uh, our video guy. He's usually the man behind the camera, but today we're going to put him in front of the camera. He's going to read some of these questions to us. So Zach has been uh, with us since the beginning. He's been helping us produce this. And uh, Zach is a very talented young man and has a bright future and we're excited to have him on the team. And so today I'm going to have Zach just read a couple of these questions that we have received from our listeners and we're going to try to answer them the best that we can. Are you ready for that, Zach? Absolutely. Yep. All right, Zach, fire away. What's our first
1: question? All right, here we go. So the first question comes from Jay in Toledo, Ohio. It says, I appreciate the content you've been putting out. I very much enjoy hearing about the journeys of young entrepreneurs on their path to success. I was hoping you may be able to help me with something. I'm the owner of a small independent restaurant, which means I am also the manager, sometimes the cook, maintenance man, the marketing department, And really whatever else is needed to make the business work. I love what I do, but lately I've been having a very difficult time getting my employees to really do the job the way I would like them to do it. I've created some detailed job descriptions. I've implemented some in-depth training programs, and I'm very selective about whom I hire, but I'm just not getting the results I want. Would love some advice.
0: That's a great question. You said the name was Jay? Jay, yep. Jay, if you're listening, I think that's a great question. I think it's something that's very common that a lot of business owners go through. Certainly when you are the business owner, you wear many hats. And so the best way to maybe alleviate some of those hats is to bring somebody on staff or bring some people on staff that can help carry the load and balance the load. But it certainly is hard to get people to have the buy-in and to do the job the way that you would do it. And I would just say this, that Um, As the business owner, it's going to be hard to find an employee that really cares about the company as much as you do, but certainly it sounds like you're doing a lot of things right by implementing the the job descriptions and the training procedures and all of those things, but it sounds like you're having a hard time getting them to really perform at a high level. And so, I was a a manager for 10 years, uh, and uh, one of the things that was always important to me was having a good staff when I first became the general manager of my first hotel. I wasn't 100% sure what I was doing. And so I uh, basically looked up who were the top 10 ranked in the nation hotels in my brand. I worked for a branded hotel. And uh, I actually got the phone numbers of these general managers and I called them and I I, I wrote out a list of questions. And uh, I would say about seven out of those 10 managers gave me the time of day and were flattered that I was asking them for some advice. And the other three kind of blew me off. But a lot of them said a lot of different things, but one of the things that was really common throughout all of them, one of the things that all of them really said in one way or another is that you can't be successful without having good people. You have to have good people. And so I really, as a manager, committed myself and spent a lot of my time finding good staff and finding competent people and finding people that I wanted to work with and finding people that I could train. And I had a lot of success in the hotel business. And I would say, I would attribute most of that success to the good people that I had working for me. And so we did the same thing as you as we developed the training programs and we developed the job descriptions and those things are important. But what I would say is, what, and what I had learned is, if someone's not doing their job, it's really for one of three reasons. And uh, this is just kind of my thing that I've kind of uh, measured all my employees by, even today. The employees that I have today, I measure them by these standards. But I would say if they're not doing their job, it's for one of three reasons. Number one, they're incompetent, meaning they're just not capable of the job. And there are cases where people just do not have the competency to handle a specific job. Number two would be that they don't care. They're just apathetic. They don't care about you. They don't care about themselves. They don't care about this stupid job. They don't care about your customers. They just don't care. They're apathetic. And then number three would be that they don't understand. Uh, They just don't understand what's expected of them or how to do the job. And so I would say this. If somebody's incompetent or they don't care, that's really their problem. You can't make them care. You can't fix that competency. Certainly, uh, incompetency means unable to do it. So I'm not saying that someone that needs more training. I'm saying that someone that's mentally or physically incapable of it. So if someone's incompetent or they just don't care, you probably just need to move on because you can't help them. But the third one is if they don't understand, that's really your problem. That's your job as a manager to make them understand, as the owner of the company to make them understand. And so you do that by setting clear expectations, by reiterating those job descriptions, by meeting with them regularly, by making sure that even though you've said it once before, you say it again and you say it again and... And, and emphasizing the company's mission and emphasizing the company's values and making sure that people really understand what you want from them and what you expect from them. And, and really, managing people, it's it's the job. It's the most time-consuming part of it. But more than I put time into even developing the, the product, we really spent time developing our people. So I would say look at the employees you have and run it through that those filters. Are they incompetent? Uh, Do they care or do they understand? And if you have employees that are, are competent individuals that care about your company, those are people worth training. And so spend some time with them, train them, and help them understand what the job is. I hope that helps, Jay.
1: Our next question is from Sandy in Grand Rapids. She writes, Dear No Easy Way Out Podcast. I came across your podcast through Facebook and have been listening over the past few days. I particularly enjoy the most recent episode on passion. I am the manager at a clothing store and I'm having such a hard time keeping good employees. Our company pays pretty well, but it seems like every time I get one of the best employees really performing, they leave me. What am I doing wrong?
0: Uh, That's a good question, Sandy. Um, It's a very common thing that people experience as managers or business owners, Uh, but the question I would ask you is... Are you creating a motivational atmosphere, or are you creating a demotivational atmosphere? Now, you might ask yourself, what do you mean by a demotivational atmosphere? Uh, And I would say that ask yourself these couple of questions. Number one, uh, is good performance punished? And you say, how do you punish good performance? Well, sometimes you take those employees of yours that are the best performers, the ones that show up every day, that never complain, that always do the job all the way, that are very thorough take care of your customers, and you end up making them pick up the slack for your bad employees. Every time somebody calls off, you call them and ask them to come in. Every time there's extra work, you ask them to do it. Every time there's a job that you know nobody will want to do, you ask that person because you know they're just going to do it. And although giving them more hours, it should be considered a reward because they're making more money, it can be perceived as, man, why do I want to do all this good work? Because I'm just going to end up being punished in the long run. Uh, The second question then is, is poor performance rewarded? Meaning the person that's always cutting corners, the person that's always slacking off, the person that's always late calling in, they're the ones that end up never getting asked to do the extra work. They're the ones that end up getting to take days off or or getting shifts off or not having to do the difficult things because nobody wants to ask them because they know they're not going to do it well Uh, and then the last question I would really ask is is performance ignored when you have that employee that is really doing well and is doing things the way that you want the exemplary employee think of that exemplary employee uh, in your department store and ask am I ignoring their performance? Are you acknowledging it? Are you telling them they're doing a good job? Are you rewarding them with better pay? Are you rewarding them with better shifts? Are you allowing them to be part of the decision-making process? Are you really making them feel like their hard work is being noticed? And I will tell you where a lot of managers go wrong is that they walk on eggshells around their bad employees because they're afraid to lose them or they're afraid that uh, they're not going to do the job well. And then they end up Uh, punishing those good employees because they're reliable and trustworthy. So the question I would just ask you is, what kind of atmosphere are you creating? Look at the atmosphere you have there at the department store and ask, is it a motivational or demotivational atmosphere? And we'll tell you, it's much easier to demotivate somebody than it is to motivate them. And I'm certain if you're demotivating people that it's inadvertent, you're not doing it intentionally, intentionally. But that's the question I would ask myself is, are you creating uh, the right kind of atmosphere?
1: Our last question here is from Jeff in Flint, Michigan. It says, I just listened to your episode on risk, and I was really inspired hearing the stories from you and your guest about how you took risks in your own lives and businesses. This last week, I was offered a management position that will require me to step way out of my comfort zone. I take my job very seriously, but I'm not quite sure how to motivate other people. You've spoken about management experience. What kind of advice could you offer to help define my role in the whole motivation process?
0: Jeff, that's a good question. And uh, certainly you have a role in the motivation process. Um, uh, If you're going to manage the store, uh, just as you have to manage the products and you have to manage the profit, uh, I would say the most important part is that you manage your people. And so your question is, what is your role? Well, first of all, I would say you have to be a leader. And so Uh, Leadership comes in a lot of different ways. I think leadership starts with self-awareness, understanding what your strengths are and understanding what your weaknesses are, focusing your energy on your strengths and then hiring your weaknesses or training your weaknesses so that uh, you can make a complete team there. Um, But also it's setting the example, uh, showing your employees what good work looks like, showing your employees what hard work looks like, showing them what the end product looks like, showing them how to deal with guests, uh, customers, showing them. Uh, not just the job, but how to do the job with excellence um it 's also not just setting uh the example, but it 's setting the mood, setting the atmosphere uh, if you 're constantly negative or in a bad mood uh, then that 's the kind of atmosphere and and uh, mood that you 're going to set for your employees and so you 're going to find that your employees are probably going to always be negative and moody if they don 't know what to expect from you they don 't know there 's no consistency to your style if you 're One day you come in and you're happy. The next day you come in and you're upset. That's really going to create confusion uh, amongst your staff. And so be consistent. Set the mood. Set the atmosphere. Be a leader to those people so that they know what to expect from you. Also, I would say this, that the type of manager that has to constantly prove that they're in charge, that is constantly leading people by fear, by punishment, Uh, Those are the types of managers that really only get the best out of their employees when they're standing right there. And then the moment you leave, they're just relieved that you're out of their sight, out of their presence, and they're doing their own thing. Uh, The whole adage, uh, when the cat's away, the mice will play. And so really it's about earning their respect, earning influence with them so that they don't want to disappoint you. They admire and uh, look forward to knowing what your opinion is of them. You know you've got influence in someone's life when... Uh, A compliment really means something to them from you or when uh, you give them correction that really takes heart with them and so uh, make sure that you're being that leader setting the example setting the mood setting the atmosphere but really I think the most important part uh, when it it comes to your role uh, as the motivator of these people is number one acknowledge the right behavior every time. Uh, When you see an employee do something right, acknowledge it, thank them, point it out, tell the other staff about it, make a public, um, recognition that it happened because number one, people like that recently they did a study, they actually uh, interviewed or they gave a hundred managers and a hundred employees the same question and they gave them a list of 10 things and they said, what are the top 10 motivators of employees? 98 of the managers chose money as the number one motivator. And that was like number four or five on the list of most of the employees. The number one thing that motivated employees from their perspective was public praise and recognition, words of affirmation, giving them credit for something that they did, pointing out good behavior. And so, man, uh, giving a compliment is the most inexpensive form of currency with, with your employees. So, Acknowledge the right behavior. When your employees do something right, point it out, tell them about it, tell the other employees about it and show it off, but then also acknowledge or address the wrong behavior every time. Now, I'm not saying you have to do it in the moment. Certainly, if a customer or an employee is with a customer uh, and they do something wrong, you don't necessarily want to call them out in front of the employee And I'm not saying you have to call it out in that moment, but you should write it down and there should be a time where you take that employee off to the side and address it, particularly if they know that you saw it. If you have an employee that did something wrong and you saw them do it wrong and didn't say anything, you just told them that that was okay. You just told them that that was an all right way of handling it. And so you don't have to be brash about it. You don't have to be confrontational about it, but it is important that you address the wrong behavior. When somebody's not doing something right, you have to tell them. And so there's really a lot when it comes to your role, but I think it really comes down to what I've always uh, uh, decided and what I've always determined, I should say, to do as a manager is I wanted to be the type of boss that I would want to work for. And I've had some really good bosses in my life, and I've had some really bad bosses. I've had some bosses that motivated me heavily, And I've had some bosses that made me just not want to show up. And I took everything I learned from the good bosses, but also what I learned from the bad bosses of what not to do. And I really applied those things. And I've always tried to be the kind of boss that I would want to work for. So it's really that simple. It comes down to, you know, customer service in its simplest form is treating people the way that you would want to be treated and managing people really in its simplest form. If you're a good employee and you're a highly motivated person, it's really managing people the way that you would want to be managed. Well, I hope that helps, Jeff. And thank you to everyone that submitted questions today. I think that's our last question, right, Zach? Yes, sir, it is. And we have a lot more questions we could get to, and I think we're going to do this again on a more regular basis. We're going to read some of your questions and try to answer them on air. But if if you have a question or you are curious about something that we've already discussed or there's a topic you'd like to hear us talk about on the episode, if you're a small business owner if uh, you're thinking about starting a small business and you're curious about uh, some of the steps you should take or, or the process, today's questions were all about motivation. Those are the ones we kind of picked out, but we would love to answer those questions for you. We may maybe even tailor an episode around it. Uh, if that's something you'd like to know, uh, you can drop us an email at noeasywayoutpodcast at gmail.com and uh, we'll check those and make sure we get those answered. If we don't answer it on air, we'll certainly respond to your email. Uh, as we did with these ones as well. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. We hope you found the things that we discussed to be useful and informative. If you're a manager out there, if you're an entrepreneur, small business owner, thinking about starting a business, uh, if you're working with people at all, uh, even volunteer staff, uh, I guarantee you these things will be of help to you. These are things that I uh, implement in my uh, business today with my employees. And when I was a manager for 10 years, I had a lot of success with people. And I use these things uh, religiously. And even now as I travel and do some workshops or I train other managers, these are things that we talk about. Uh, Motivating people can be difficult, but there is a way to do it. And so we hope that you will utilize these things. We hope that you will apply them and you'll be better for it. Um, Again, thank you for joining us. As my mother always said, you can't and never could until you tried. So get out there and do something great. Don't take the easy way out, my friends. We'll see you next time.